This podcast is part of the GWC Network. For more information on it or to check out some of our other awesome podcasts, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. After the tone, enjoy the show. Welcome to F This Week, podcast number 52, recorded live October 11th, 2012. I'm Chuck Cage. With me in the studio is Audra. Oh, yes. And most importantly, what? I don't know about that. Hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> With an intro like that, we can only go down from here. Oh, we're screwed. Going down? That's your answer for everything, isn't it? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. That's why you're so popular. Is, is there a problem with that? Not really. Just checking. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a week. Oh, my God. I've been was- working so much that I've, like, going to bed and, like, I'm just so exhausted from work that I'm just like, I'm You went to bed with meat? Eight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, yeah. He wasn't going back to the going down it. thing. Man, I, I've been on this sleep schedule from hell. It's like 5.30 in the morning till 10 at night every day. That's a lot of sleep, dude. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> Audra was, was admonishing me today on my caffeine intake, suggesting that it is not okay to uh, require caffeination at a level where when you stop caffeinating, you fall asleep. Yeah, okay, so Chuck's caffeine... Audra's like, I draw is- the line at the 14th cappuccino. Actually, that's around what we're talking about for him. Uh, yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. He, he's he's doing it with like between 12 and 14 cups of coffee a day. Go ahead. These, they're not cups like of coffee. Of Go ahead. They're, they're <laughs> yeah, 14 of those. He's like fry in that Futurama. That- I am. I am. Time actually. slows down and you can just get so much more done. I know. He was going to correct me and say they weren't, they're not cups of coffee. They're shots of espresso, right? Yeah. Because that's yeah. way different. Yeah, that, that makes it all better, right? I, I Concentrated say, coffee is a lot, <laughs> a lot I took less with me right? to school a, what is, you know, one of those large 20-ounce coffee cups, portable coffee cups, you know? But you take you take two of those, put them in the beer hat, and just have the straw hanging out of your mouth all day. Except it's full of espresso. Ew. That's nasty. <laughs> it's good. You get used to it. I mean, like, to me, espresso tastes like coffee. Like, coffee tastes like water. I know that's really bad when when black coffee tastes just like nothing to you. It I does. Mean, it tastes like water. And I can't. Even, I mean, espresso is just like way too strong for me. I can't even handle. Not it. You awesome. got to see this. <laughs> this is not related to caffeine. Do you know what those are? Um, fake mouse. Yeah, on the wall there are these huge. It's a restaurant, 
And there are these Oh, huge, that's awesome. Those are urinals, right? They are urinals. They are big lipstick mouths with teeth, and they look like open mouths, and they're urinals in a that's restaurant. Kinda, that's kind of fucked up. Well, they're supposed to be women's mouths. Oh, that's even worse. Oh, it is a pee story, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well done. <laughs> and uh, there was a, you know, there's this designer who who made them, and I guess other parts of the world they've used these urinals, but a, a restaurant in Australia installed them, and so many people complained. Nice. You know, feminists especially, which I can see why. I don't uh, was, think somebody so many, who complains about having to piss in a female mouth in order to... They weren't complaining about leak. having to. They were complaining about the, you know, I think the you, insult. I, think, of, I don't think you have to be reach the level of feminist to object to... To that particular, I'm just saying. It says, I mean, Anne Summers, an Australian feminist, I love that, an Australian feminist, like, <laughs> said Anne the toilets. Summers, a reasonable person who does not Why can't it be throw piss. another shrimp on the can? <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. No, I love this. Uh, Anne Summers, an Australian feminist, said the toilets were, quote, asking men to put their dicks in these mouths as, urinal, as urinals. <laughs> Like, There's just no yeah. good way to approach that. Yeah. I just no. <laughs> yeah, no. you should see the picture. It really is fucked up. You know what? Here's the thing. You gotta you gotta really I hear this all the time. It's like, well, it's not meant that way. It's like, what the imagery doesn't speak, you know? Like because you know, we're not good at at putting things together, right, as human beings. We don't make connections from imagery <laughs> at all. The artist said the design is not supposed to be sexualized. <laughs> See what I mean? That's what I see what I mean? The artist said, lighten up. It's just a cartoonish looking mouth. <laughs> who would ever the think? Said, hey, it was a restaurant that put the lipstick on. Yeah. Who, who would have ever thought that sticking your junk into a giant mouth with lipstick on it could possibly ever be sexualized? <laughs> I just can't imagine. I mean, wow. No, no it's, it's unfathomable. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. I guess the, the giant bearded clam urinals weren't supposed to be sexualized either, right? But <laughs> um No, no, we, like, we really we named our we named our taqueria the pink taco because you know we serve undercooked meat. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's more letting you know of our health code violations yeah, than, than than sexual. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Best to be honest now. <laughs> Actually, another funny story I ran across. Uh, the governor of Florida, who um, apparently is not uh, a Bush anymore, um, was giving was he a out... Tree? Uh, Rick Scott is his name. Governor of Florida was giving out a phone number for um, oh, a, a hotline this. that people could yeah. call for information about the meningitis outbreak. Quick note, if you're going to give out an 800 number and you're a servant of the, I don't know, of the government, you know, of the people of who, the is, yeah, who is likely to, you know, maybe see some TV time, you might want to call the number and double check that you have the number No, no, correctly. the number was right. He was reading it off of a card or whatever and he just misspoke. Okay. <laughs> Either way, yeah, he just messed up one of the Where digits. Where did it go? Yeah, uh, a phone sex line. Yeah, um, yeah, there you go. Hang on, I can. I it can reminds find me, it. it's like from Iron Man too, right? When he's like, "Of course, how would you know about that?" Or, or prostitution, depending on you know which state. But how would you know anything about that? I mean, you're a senator. Well, what's funny? It, okay, when when you call, there's a woman's voice on a recording saying, "Hello, boys. Thank you for calling me on my anniversary." <laughs> And then it took 20 minutes. It took him 20 minutes to correct it. No. 
I guess it took that long for someone to, you know, someone called it and then reported it and then it went down through the chain of command and everything. But anyway. Oh, wow. Took Twitter eight (laughs) seconds to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) The speed of social media. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, I had a really funny discussion today with someone um, who was essentially saying that well, social media is new and everything related to it is new and all of these concepts are new. And you're like, I, I kept thinking of Henry Jenkins talking about how all these things happened before. This is just a new medium in which they can occur, you know? I'm just looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, they. I'm just imagining that Henry Jenkins was the name of that hybrid on the... Uh... On the on the base ship. I thought you were going to make a Leroy. <laughs> anyway, anyway. I'm Henry Google Jenkins. Him. <laughs> Henry Jenkins. <laughs> Sadly, I. I, I... To, do, to Henry Brown. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, Google the man. You know, I mean, he has a uh-huh. he has a presence. Anyway, he he's long since suggested that the concepts, most of the concepts in uh, that, that everybody takes as new in social media have been around forever. And there are differences in with the new medium, but still this stuff's been around for a long, long time. I don't know, man. I don't think before the internet came along, people socialized, right? No, nobody had discussions or nope. you know, shared ideas. No, it's and, all new. And before blogs, nobody self published their information. In any exactly. Way. Yeah. I actually, and my mother can confirm this, I took an old mimeograph that uh, came from a, uh, it was like, I don't know, I think my dad might have picked it up, like used or something, thinking that it would be useful at home, you know, for my mother or something like that. You know what mimeograph machine, you know what those are, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a mimeograph uh, is a stencil duplicator. Yeah. Those old, like, purple inky things that you would, like you know, slide over and it would make uh, copies of right. stuff and get ink everywhere yeah. and have that strong smell and oh, the papers yeah. would come back all wet. Yeah, they were purple <laughs> and smelled like that stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, we had a mimeograph at home and I cranked it up and decided I was going to make a newsletter for the neighborhood. And I got an old typewriter and I tried typesetting my own newspaper and then running it with the mimeograph and it didn't work out too, too well, but what? <laughs> I just remembered I used I had something similar when I was a kid. Yeah. So. Yeah, um <laughs> When I was you in, us in on Yeah, it when I was in 6th grade. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just sorry. Like, like, no, hold on, give me no, a second. No. <laughs> I'm just laughing at anyway, how clever I was. <laughs> no, when I was in 6th grade, I I wanted to do like a a pop culture news magazine. Uh-huh. And uh you know, I I took a bunch of like computer paper, like just plain white paper and uh folded it in half and then you know tried to like nice. draw my own illustration so there would only be one version of you know one issue but um <laughs> it was called pop smear <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a good name yeah. i like that name that would probably work i think and on that's the, pretty good on the cover of the first issue this was in 1991 <laughs> on the cover of the first issue was uh, a drawing i did of saddam hussein Oh, I remember this. Yeah, did I tell you about that? I think... I probably... I bet it's in a box somewhere. I think like, I saw it. No, really? I could swear that you showed it to me. You must have it here I don't somewhere. know. Yeah, somewhere. But yeah, it just it made me think of that. Did you do anything like that, Juan? Well, 
I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I printed out stuff out of an old. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I grew up using computers to start off with. So this I is have stu- a mimeograph machine. Let's but. just be clear. This is the man who has never owned a CD, right? Music CD. I, oh no, I've owned music CDs. I've never bought one. Ah, there you go. I've had them gifted to me. Nice. And I once won a Slurpee contest where I got forty CDs. <laughs> Um, the, uh, that's a lot of CDs. That's awesome. It is. And like at least three were good. That's, (laughs) that's like enough music to partially fill your watch. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) No, but I remember, um, on, on the family DOS computer, we had some kind of, um, children's learning program type setter typewriting program kind of thing where it was, it had like rudimentary, um, desktop publishing software or not right. uh, you know publishing software like so you could uh you could insert images and you could you know that kind of stuff oh, that's cool or, you know it was it was a visual word editor before before the before a gui so like when when you would use the actual like um word perfect or whatever it was in dos you would word write perfect. up all the text and then put in all the uh, the markups to format it differently You'd have to go over like PF eleven and and uh, and you know mark up the different formats you wanted. You know when like me and my brother helped run my dad's uh, football pool, so we would you know create all the all the the choice sheets and stuff like that. So that's what you use that for. I mean, that's pretty much what we did. I think that's cool because if you like, if you talk to geeks, almost everybody has a cool story about something like that that they did as kids. You know, something that other kids usually didn't do, some like project or cool effort that you put in writing or coding or something, you know? Yeah. The evidence, the evidence was there long ago. (laughs) You were destined to be a geek. They're saying in the chat room, GWC wad rad numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I don't know along those lines. I, I, I had a, I had one of the, you remember the trash 80 pocket computer? Uh, I don't remember. I, yeah, go- I remember. Google it. Trash AD pocket computer. See and I had the one, if you look through them, I mean, there are a number of them, but I, I had the black one that flipped in half. Okay. Since you're looking. But it was programmable and basic, uh, but I had a printer for it that you could hook to it. And I wrote a little program that, that did uh, biorhythms, right? That would essentially tell you, like, you know, based on your birthday, whether you should be doing X, Y, or Z today. Like a crappy version of, of uh, uh, you know, telling your fortune, I guess, however you want to look at it. Instead right. of tea leaves, it was a stupid calculation, a cycle. Uh, but anyway, it printed out these cool-looking things, and I, uh, I wrote the program and then printed them out and sold them at school, and I actually made pretty decent money off them for a while. Nice. Yeah, it was fun. Mystery Brother is also in the chat right now, and he's also remembering we had a DOS program called Bannerific. Oh, I remember that. Is that <laughs> like a, you know, is you that had, a whole program? you had program? the dot matrix printer, yeah, you, could put it in, you could put it into line print mode and just have it dump out big hashtag, hash mark uh, characters. So, we, you know, every every birthday, you know, welcome home from the hospital, you know, uh, Merry Christmas, all that stuff. We'd print you off mean- a banner and nail it up in the living room. <laughs> Intervention. <laughs> Intervention. <laughs> it was made by the Hulk. 
Yeah. The, it, it was a sad day when we realized when we got the laser printer that it's like, well, wait a minute. When, when these dot matrix printers go away, how are we supposed to print banners? <laughs> Staple them together. Oh, no, we taped them together. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I remember those. I remember banner. But I remember it create- wasn't bad. You couldn't run the program by typing bannerific because that's more than eight characters. It would be bannerif. <laughs> yeah, I remember those though. The you know banners that were created on dot matrix printers. I hadn't thought about that in a long time though. So yeah. how 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 willing is everyone to discuss something that is academically complex? Not at all. Fair enough. Sorry. Done. <laughs> I thought I had I got any- something that's shallow. Yay. <laughs> so I'm uh having I'm having a, a dinner with my sister this last weekend and uh she brings up the fact that she wants to dress up as Thor for Halloween. Cool. And I'm like, that's cool, that's great, that's awesome. And she wants to weareth thy drapes. <laughs> <laughs> Dost mother know thou wearest her drapes? <laughs> No, so I start talking about it with her, and I'm like, "Hey, you know, like, what, um, you know, do you have the movies? You know, do you want to, do you want to borrow them from me? Blah blah blah." She's like, "Oh no, I just, I just like what the costume looks like. I haven't actually seen any of them." Oh, <laughs> and I, then I realized she doesn't want to dress up as Thor. She wants to dress up as Slutty Thor. Oh, that's awesome! And it's like, Thora. it's like you had a geek card for like a twenty seconds there, and then oh. Slutty Thor. <laughs> I'll take that back. <laughs> yeah, apparently there's Slutty Thor. I don't know how. I don't want to know. Thora, that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it, yeah. Like, oh, come on. <laughs> wow, apparently there's a kid in New York City who, uh, at, at the subway, licked the entire length of a handrail going into the subway for a dollar. Wow. And it's on oh. YouTube. And it's on YouTube. <laughs> That's the best part of it. Yeah. And, and Picture B- didn't happen. Screw that. We got video. NBC. <laughs> NBC interviewed a microbiologist about it. And he's like, if anyone ever dares you to lick anything in public, lick a toilet seat. It would be a lot safer. But he said, uh, Americans are terrified of butt-borne diseases. <laughs> Butt-born diseases. <laughs> That's what he said. Those are his exact words. Butt-born diseases. But he said like that the uh, the microorganisms on a toilet seat are like way, way fewer than the ones on handrails. Because there's so wow. many butts cleaning them. <laughs> cleaning them. <laughs> that reminds me of this time I was at the gym, like way back when I kind of was still getting Here's started. Here's another pee story. No, it's not. It just, I was, uh, I was on one of the machines uh, that where you sit on it and then like, you know, it, it's like a, a seated weight machine and you sit on it and like do a leg extension or whatever. And then when you get up off the seat, if you're sweating, like it leaves this big butt print of sweat and you have to wipe it off with a, a paper towel or whatever. And uh, this guy wanted to use it right after me. And I'm like, oh, hang on. I have to go get a paper towel and clean it. And he's like, oh, it's okay, honey. This is how I clean it. And he sits down on it with his shorts and he like wiggles his butt like in the shorts. <laughs> I'm like, wiggle, 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 wiggle. Like, All right, fair enough. And then later that day, up. somebody paid him a buck to lick a. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get it. I'll be fine. I'm a YouTube hero. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Uh, the picture of the New kid, like game. the still shot of the kid who licked the thing. He's got a baseball cap on. He looks like he's about 16. 
And he's got this big grin on his face. Three days later, he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. He died from Ebola. Oh, my God. What? I'm sorry. They talked to the microbiologist about um, a study where they tested um, a handrail and they found E. coli, st- uh, the, uh, the, the staff, the um, antibiotic resistant staff, um, and fecal matter. <laughs> it said fecal matter is on 50% of all handrails. <laughs> and then it says, people, it's time to seriously wash your hands after using the bathroom. Oh, no kidding about that. Holy crap. Oh, my God. People, seriously, I was in the bathroom today. and Remember this- the Saturday Night Live fecal matter? <laughs> I never saw it. You told me about it, though. Um, but I was in the bathroom today uh, after class, and I just had stepped in quickly, and I was in the stall in the end. And then I, I heard someone else walk in and blow their nose, and it sounded like it took forever. Like It sounded like they had a cold, and they blew out like a billion gallons of snot, you know? And then... And then they went and used the bathroom, right? And then you could tell by the sound, toilet flush, straight out the door. I'm like, really? Really? You just blew out like 50 gallons of snot and used the toilet and didn't wash your hands? I want to chase people down in the hallway and, and do the thing. Fecal matter! <laughs> Screaming. <laughs> what is this? Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> There's got to be a way to like publicly shame people. You know how they used to do with swimming pools in the 80s? Where they had that stuff, that additive you could put in your pool. So I don't think that was ever true. Somebody hit Snopes and tell us, because I'm pretty sure that's bullshit. Yeah, no, where you, you like, they have that additive to the they water. They told so you that, that so you wouldn't pee in the so pool. So that if somebody peed in the pool, it would turn like bright blue or, or green or something. Like, I want to know. That's I, I'm looking for Snopes. It would be like a real... You know what, what they should do is they should have a trigger on the door that sets off a UV flash and a camera, and then on a, on a TV screen above the door to the bathroom Takes as they walk out, your face. it's a UV screen of them. It's the, so if you haven't cleaned up, then... <laughs> and it takes, Humiliation. And it takes a photograph of your face and stores mm. it in a database. Snopes. Mm. And, then it, and then it live tweets it. <laughs> <laughs> There was a guy who did a thing with his chair where he set up his chair with a with a methane detector. Where, <laughs> so where, if anyone farted in his chair. Whenever he would fart in the chair, it would tweet. <laughs> oh, my God. Like Dr. Kelso. Awesome. Snopes. Claim. Best use of an Arduino ever. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Claim. A special compound added to the water in swimming pools will reveal the presence of urine. Status. False. Aw. Origins. Aww. No matter what your parents told you, there isn't any magical chemical that when added to a swimming pool will... Uh, will reveal the presence of urine in water. Otherwise, the uh, the swimming pool at the Olympics would just be nasty. All the f- every fucking pool in the universe would be whatever color they say it turns when. Mm. Wait, why are you saying that? Do you pee in pools? No, but I assume everyone Chuck? else does. Chuck. I've never peed Chuck's in like, a pool. Look, look at my eye. <laughs> I have never peed in a pool. All right, neither have I. Seriously. Juan? I have not ever peed in a pool. All right, see? Look at my eyes. You're a <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're lying. 100% of the people recording right now have not peed in a pool, so that anecdotally does not support your theory. I peed in a lake. I peed in the ocean. Yeah, I peed in the lake, too. Just once. I didn't want you to. peed in the lake? One time, it was, it was an emergency. We were out um, with some friends, like, swimming at the lake. And there was no uh, public bathroom or whatever. And we were out there for like four hours and, you know, I couldn't hold it anymore. And someone's like, just go in the water. And I'm like, no. 
And they're like, yeah, animals piss in the water. Just you go well out further than just, you know, just be away from people. When it you was do it. horrible. I was like, I don't want to. Did this just get warmer? <laughs> Did it just get warmer in here? <laughs> and then they're by the lava. Did it just get cooler in here? <laughs> Experts on such matters say although a reliable dye could be produced, the trick would be getting it to react only to urine and not triggering the presence of similar organic compounds likely present in swimming pools. Oh, like sweat? I mean... It's not a compound anyone appears to be working on oils, And within good reason, with good reason, who'd want it? Kids are kids. Their expected reaction to the news that pissing in the pool would produce bright purple or red trails will be to jump right in with the intent of putting that theory to the test. (laughs) Hey guys, look what I can do! Then they're like, oh. <laughs> Especially in a public pool where one's indiscretions can be blamed on the fellow swimming by. What kid wouldn't avail himself of the naughty pleasure of invoking billowing clouds of dye? <laughs> <laughs> like or, a squid. As one old time Boston area pool man put it, if such chemicals did exist, every municipal pool in Boston would be bright purple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A hardening thought that one could drown Matt, Barney Matt, and the Badger body wouldn't Spoon be found for days. Badger Spoon in the chat doesn't quite get what we're doing here. He says he peed on a pool table. But oh, well, see, in that case. I'm not sure that really qualifies. Yeah, that became dark green because it was light green before you peed on it. Yeah, sir. It'll change, the felt will change color. That's for damn sure. <laughs> that's, uh, hey, speak, speaking of gross things, I was... Um, <laughs> we are. And you Kinda, give me yeah. crap for the pee stories. <laughs> or transitions. <laughs> No, um, I actually, it was something that made me think of you, Audra. Oh, no. Those I, make him I think was, of you, Audra. I, no, it was, I had, um, I was watching a video of somebody looking, uh, playing the upcoming snapshot of the next version of Minecraft. Uh-huh. And they added little foot sounds to the, the spiders, which are enemies in the game. And they sound like this. <laughs> wow. That's, I thought you were- I heard that and I'm like. Is Audra on Skype? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, it's the spider. Okay. I thought you were going to say it went. That was hilarious. <laughs> I still remember recording that segment. For those who don't know, that was the segment on E.T., the game. <laughs> You've fallen in an invisible hole again. That's what she said. Oh my Did you God. hear? Of, you, you've obviously heard of the uh, the potato Jesus painting now, right? No. <laughs> the that that painting of Jesus that that some artist was hired to restore and then basically made him look like a baked potato. Oh, this isn't restore like that one woman restored that painting, right? The, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, God. That one is restored and it's like just terrible. It looks nothing like the original painting and it looks like a baked potato. Apparently. <laughs> well, people have been finding pictures of Jesus in things forever. I guess it's about time. <laughs> Tater gun. No, apparently. The, you know, like the local interest in that painting has gone up dramatically ever since it was botched with people going to look at the uh, the botched version because it's just hilarious. And, you know, there's there's people like selling, you know, travel mugs and stuff with the botched picture on it and stuff. <laughs> and the woman that, that did the restoration is suing to get royalties because of her stupid botched yeah. restoration. Like, she owns I botched restoration, but it's my art and I want some money for it. Wow. 
Yeah. Wow. They should give her that and then sue her for the same amount because she claims it's original and she was supposed to restore it. Would you like fries or tater gods? Yeah. <laughs> wow. That That is lame. Who was it um, that had that as their Twitter avatar? Was it uh, Matt Taylor Fraction? Oh, yeah. You're right. <laughs> I, you're right. I, damn. Yeah. I can never tell whether I want to follow him or not. I, I do. He's weird. He is he is absolutely out there, which is I don't know. I've never it's kinda like a traffic accident. He I've never been able to me stop enough looking. To, yeah. Like I, I unfollowed some people that were just too Wait, weird. Who are we talking me. about? Matt, Matt Fraction. Fraction, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I really don't know who that is. Well he's been on the podcast twice, so whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, that guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I can't follow everyone. <laughs> he consulted on the first Iron Man movie. Nice. Chuck, I was... Uh... Sorry, go ahead. Go no, ahead. what were you saying? Oh, I was rolling around weird news here, and there's a little town in New Mexico where the only certified police officer is a dog. Because <laughs> the, the police chief... Uh, had to step down because he owed like tens of thousands of dollars in back child support in Texas. <laughs> and then the second in command uh, faces felony charges for. Um... <laughs> oh, no, that's the chief. He the same guy. He also was selling oh, wow. uh, guns <laughs> and pocketing the cash. And the second in command was uh, was convicted of assault and battery against someone in his family, so Holy he had to crap. step down. Where was this? In this little town in New Mexico. And the only uh, the only what? person on the police force left who's certified is the dog. <laughs> the canine terrible. is now in and they're charge. like the people are saying that they're embarrassed that this is drawn like national attention to their town. Yeah, apparently bad place to live. So anybody moving to New Mexico, this place may not be good to know. Yeah. <laughs> the, the county just, sheriff said that uh, that this has put a slight strain on their already short staff department. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> a slight strain. <laughs> yeah, the, well, apparently that. the dog's taking care of most of the business, just not all of it. You know, <laughs> if they could. They're they're considering whether or not to hire another police chief or just keep the department staffed with one officer. Apparently that officer's the dog. <laughs> they're deciding whether it's worth just hiring someone to just take the dog out to go to the bathroom every now and then or just, <laughs> yeah. or and just not worry about it. Police chief or janitor. Yanitor. Instead of having someone dress up as McGruff or whatever, the dog just goes out like himself and gives speeches. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Did you hear about that shootout in Bangkok? No. Two gangs were walking towards each other down a street, and they started uh, uh, dancing at each other in gungum style. <laughs> from like from that mu- music video. No. And it escalated into a gun <laughs> into a gunfight, <laughs> where fifty bullets were fired, but thankfully no one was hurt. Dun 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 dun. God. Dun, dun, dun. People be crazy. Apparently. (laughs) It's an A-team gunfight. 50 rounds fired. No one injured. (laughs) Stormtrooper fight. Yet the good guys somehow managed to win anyway. 
There you go. Yeah. Hey, the new Guinness uh, World Records are out. The new phone book's here. <laughs> when, I, when I was like in fourth grade, we had this Guinness Book of World Records on the uh, classroom shelf. You know how I told you we had recess inside most of the year? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Look at that. Look at the grandma. What? She's the oldest gymnast. There's this woman who's like completely horizontal and she's holding herself up with her forearms. Want a picture on of a, me doing that? On parallel bars. I can, do, I can get you a picture of me like that in five minutes. This Why is a Guinness book. A, they wouldn't a lie. Grandma costume. I know. That's I, I keep one around. You know, in case. I need to win a bet. Audrey is, is amuse, amusing herself. I always thought it would be fun to well, like, amuse me more. Try to create some kind of to get in the Guinness book to create something Guinness book related, very meta. Oh. Like like person, you know, the fast person to read the Guinness book the fastest. Or like the what? smallest <laughs> the smallest service dog. Her name is Cupcake, and she's a long-haired chihuahua who's six and a quarter inches tall. How are you a service oh. dog if you're six inches long? I don't know. She's really cute. Put a string on her. She helps a blind caterpillar or something. <laughs> <laughs> she leads blind service dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, will you stop with the meta? <laughs> <laughs> this is how I'm getting back at you for not wanting to have my academic discussion that I wanted to bring. I'm kidding. <laughs> I couldn't stay I with her. I had stuff lined up, damn it. I couldn't stay I with her. She wouldn't have my... Academic discussion. <laughs> Largest commercially available hot dog. Ew! That's the grossest looking wiener I've ever seen. It weighs seven. That's what she said. There's a quote for you. <laughs> it weighs seven pounds. Look at it. It's all pink and like shiny. The quote just continues right the fuck on. Doesn't it? <laughs> it's so gross. Keep talking. You're just filling up somebody's forum signature. <laughs> Audra reads the Ew, Guinness book. that's nasty. Largest male bicep. This guy, this Egyptian guy, is 25 and a half inches around. It's gross. <laughs> well, yeah, it's only 25 half inches around because you have to measure the tricep with it. Cheater. Wow. What are they supposed to <gasps> Look at that. It's the yeah, big, look at that, everybody listening the, to the podcast. It's the tallest domestic cat in the world. That's awesome. It, there's a lady who look, she looks like she's holding a puma in her lap. What, like a puma? Most slam dunks. This is by, the best audio topic ever. Most slam dunks <laughs> by a parrot in one minute. <laughs> You say most slam dunks by a parrot? (laughs) Yes, there's a little parrot with like a little toy basketball. Yeah, I'm back on board. (laughs) (laughs) It's a parrot with like a little toy basketball in its mouth and it like, it slam dunks him into this little thing and grabs the rim with its beak. I think that they should, in order to publish something like that, there has to be more than one attempt at it. You know what I mean? Like, like there has to be a second parrot that wants the record as well. Otherwise, <laughs> you have to fight for the record. Otherwise, they should file them all under weird shit people came up with. And then they should have to compete for the weirdest shit. You know what I mean? 
the tallest man named David John Drew, born May 1st, 1984. <laughs> really? Publish that. <laughs> with the social security number, <laughs> with, yeah, with the credit card that. number. Wait, does, does I don't even know. Does Canada do social security numbers? Social insurance numbers. Social insurance number. Okay, that's good to know. With yeah, the social just, insurance just number. <laughs> it's also more accurate. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mm. I like to. Uh, th- this is not really news or anything, but a few months wait, back. Wait, they- news? <laughs> it's not news? We only do news. Oh, wait. This Shut isn't up. a news show, is it? Oh, Shut okay. your mouth. <laughs> Fuck me. Okay, got it. They they sent out a like a news report and an email to like everybody they had contacts with the federal government saying, yeah, you know those social insurance n- number cards that we hand out to everybody, they cost a lot to replace when people lose or damage them and to issue new ones. So you know we have you on file. Just stop carrying them around. They're not valid for anything anymore. Just remember the number. I thought that was pretty forward thinking. Actually, for what it's worth, uh, on two occasions I was pulled over. Uh, many years for uh, for I don't know speeding or something, and they asked for my driver's license and I didn't have it right, right. But I actually remember my driver's license number, yeah. and uh, they accepted it. Yeah, I'm sure they'd be fine with that. Although it's well, still I, not that's enough. What to... they figure with this is that anything that you're using that number for is like on a on another form anyway. There's never a place where you actually validate your social insurance number with a the actual card yeah. so they're like why why do we even need to send out pieces of plastic with the card on it that's because you guys are smart you know it's like uh been, uh it's like we've been using debit ma- machines since 1993 yeah or didn't they get rid of certain uh amounts of currency because they just weren't yeah, we, we got off dollar bills and switched to loonies we got rid of two dollar bills and switched to two dollar coins yeah. and uh and we're switching to plastic uh, uh, polymer uh, bills. Oh, see, yeah, that's what I thought. That was it, the, the plastic polymer. Which are really, really good, actually. I They're thought really that was awesome. I mean, that's another thing that's actually really... I, I read this cool article once that was talking about how... Uh, well, the reasons for getting rid of paper bills. And uh, the guy was an American... Uh, but he was writing about how the U.S. should get rid of paper bills. And one of the reasons he gave was a really good reason. They they studied, like, how germy bills are. And he said they they're, they're nasty. They smell bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. 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 Sorry, go yeah, ahead. SARS just gets all up in the that paper and just, uh, it's not good. What we need is for somebody to check for fecal matter. <laughs> uh, don't even try with money. <laughs> Let's just glow like the, the surfaces of the sun. <laughs> I'll give you a buck if you'll lick money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, I was paying for parking on Tuesday when I went into the office. And on the top of the machine was an American quarter with uh, from the year 1984. You're oh, like, that's what cool. the F? <laughs> Which is my birth year. <laughs> so you kept it, I take it? Yeah. Oh, I, I put a I put a Canadian quarter up on top and took that one. <laughs> nice. You That's got awesome. robbed. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Wah, I had wah. to pay to take that, that American quarter, but I just thought it was kind of funny. It's like that's too much of a coincidence not to take. <laughs> that's awesome. What an Orwellian coincidence. Yeah. No kidding. I was thinking that. Look around for a camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there are cameras. I mean, it's a parking lot downtown. Come on. 
Chuck, did you know that it's illegal to ride manatees in I Florida? I did, actually. I didn't know that. Uh, weird news. A woman, a woman who police said was seen touching and riding a manatee in this park in Florida over the weekend turned herself in to the county sheriff's office. She said she didn't. She wasn't aware that what she did was against the law. And there's a picture of her with a big smile on her face, like in a bikini. Like you, you can't see the manatee because it's under the water. But she's like, it looks like she's just floating on her belly in the water. And uh, she was seen riding the manatee at 1 p.m. Sunday. Witnesses gave authorities her description and photos of her riding the sea cow, which is second degree misdemeanor. <laughs> Actually, for what it's worth. Manatees are like really docile, really, yeah. you know, non-threatening animals. Yeah. And they, I mean, they literally, they, they call them sea cows because they are kind of like cattle. They, they just kind of eat and do their thing and they're not dangerous at all. And yet a whole lot of the recreational things people do in water are harmful to them. Mm, yeah. Like one of the main, they're one of the reasons that they have speed limits in, in you know, on the river. Uh, the Indian River, right, in that area. Because, like, if you go fast, you can't see them. And people run them over with the boat, and, and the, the prop tears them up. And, like, if you look at a lot of the manatees that you see in the water, you can see that they have, like, like scars on their Aww. back from mm. from boat props and stuff where people have, have run them over without knowing they're there because they're going too fast. Oh. And people mess with them and stuff, and they're just these docile animals. So I have to admit, I'm kind of like, it sounds funny, but you know what? You're a drunk asshole out there on the water. Leave them the hell alone, you know? Yeah, yeah. I could definitely see that. They they talked to um, someone from the geological survey, and she's like, it's a wild animal. It's not something to be ridden. I can't say as a biologist I would ever condone that or say that the manatee wanted them to do that. So Just because it would not, it won't hurt you doesn't mean that it wants you to just screw with it. You know, well, it'd I mean? be like going up into dairy country and like riding a cow. You know, why would you do that? Yeah. 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 Hey, speaking of animal cruelty. <clears throat> uh, Damn dudes. I finally got turned off of the office. Oh, oh, oh. no. What'd they do? The, the season opener spent two and a half minutes using a roadkill turtle as a joke. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm like, I... It's like I, I don't know. I can't watch. I don't blame just, you. You know, I'm with you. It's I'm like actually the you same guys way. have really just lost track of. It's it's just you know. I guess they're just desperate for jokes at this point. But it's like yeah, okay, that's that's my drawing line. You start. It, it happens, but it's not big funny, long you know? jokes about dead animals on screen, and it's just not fun anymore. Yeah, we there was a TV show that Chuck and I started to watch a while back and only got a couple episodes in, and there was a, a this like running joke about a cat that you actually Dan see. Dan Vermeer, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I have not gone and watched that yeah. because of you what you guys uh, recommended uh, yeah. about, about that. It's just it was like, yeah, the, the joke about the dead cat, right? Yeah, and you you actually see it like get hit by a bus, and it's they not, just they it, turn it into this. For what it's worth, it's not it's not just like oh, if something happens, I'm I'm out. You know, it's like in that show in particular, they had a situation where Dan w- agreed to watch this lady's pet, right? Yeah, 
and then didn't give a damn and was an idiot and allowed it to run out in traffic and it got run over by a bus. I think the problem and that then I they had make a the, joke about it yeah. because he's like he like hides it from her and it's supposed to be funny. Well, th- this and is the same like, way. That's not funny. In, the, in the office, it's Kevin, the 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 moron of the office, right? Runs over a turtle by accident and then tries to glue the shell back together but can't get it put back together right. So he glues other pieces of stuff from the office into it. And then, you know, it just keeps going on that he just does more and more stuff. And then it's like the punchline is, but it turns out that the turtle was probably dead for the whole time. It's like, wow, that's just... So basically you've been parading a dead turtle around for two and a half minutes, and that's your opening to the season. I'm with you. (laughs) What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it. Yeah. They lost me. I, saw, I stopped it after that. I'm like, because I was hoping it would turn around or something, but it's like, I stopped it. I'm like, I literally just sat there. I said, like, what the fuck? And just went and watched something else. Yeah, that, that was our reaction to the thing. It, it wasn't like, you know, an animal gets hurt and, you know, I refuse to watch it. But it, yeah. was, it was the fact that the show obviously condoned, you know, they thought it was really funny and not a big deal. And they were just making such light of it. It's like. Man, I just I can't relate. You know, like if you if you can't relate to the show, well, if you if you feel like it's kind of a hostile. I think this is pretty broad, right? I mean, imagine that somebody you asked you asked a friend of yours to take care of your pet, whatever the hell that might be, right? I mean, and and they were completely shitty and negligent, and the and your pet got run over because they were doing things with it they should not have been. I mean, yeah, uh, would you actually, be space, okay with that? And if you are, I don't want to know you. I'm just saying. Space Gun in the chat says, I used to have a job that included cleaning up roadkill. There were some off-color jokes for a while. It's like, well, yeah, when it's all, uh, you know, a bunch of people in the same industry uh, about something, you're going to make jokes about your work. And hey, that, you know what? I mean, that I, comes up. I mean, if you're a mortician, I'm betting you make jokes about that, too, because it's you'd have to, you know, if you do. Wasn't um on the Nerdist cast, isn't Matt Meyer? Yeah. Uh, he used to work at a at a uh, funeral par- parlor, not, right? Not sure. I would use him as my example, but yes, you know. But he, he did say that the, you know they would sure. have yeah. to find ways of entertaining themselves, right? Yeah, and I get that, but I mean, like it's it's something about the show, like the show, considering that to be a, a you know a, a valid portion of the show. You're like, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, it, it questions the rest of the humor. You know, it draws into question to me the rest of the humor, which is a bummer because I wanted to like it, and especially I, I was I was out of corner gas and uh, and hiccups, uh, hiccups yeah. and I was looking for something else with the with some of the crew, and mm. I was hoping it would be good. You know, it's <laughs> all right. Corner gas again. <laughs> Damn right. Which is yeah, we should do that at some point. We should watch some more of that. We've been trying to catch up on How I Met Your Mother. Nice. Yeah, we started back just a little ways to kind of rewatch some of the last seasons so that when we watch the new ones, we're like, you know, refreshed on what was going on. Right. Did you see uh, Patrick Stewart on The Daily Show? Yes. Oh, God, Wait, we talked about that. On GWC, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you you talked about it. Yeah, that was awesome. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. I I saw a GIF from, I think, Badger Spoon's uh, Tumblr, and I just had to go, like, find that episode and oh my god that oh, was yeah. awesome it's pretty good have you have you checked out the new red dwarf uh the, oh yes i did i watched the first episode oh there's a second one out now too oh there is oh yeah i got oh, yeah. I tonight, gotta book right? my trip to 
Yeah, today, 2 p.m. today. today is and one then of tonight it. is also Parks and Rec, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's getting interrupted for the VP debate. Did you uh, see that tweet today? I forget who it was that uh, from the show that tweeted uh, either that or I'm not sure. Maybe it was the official Facebook page. Anyway, they, they commented that, that they would be upset about the uh, uh, about Parks and Rec being interrupted by the VP debate, except that Leslie Nope would love that. Right. <laughs> Which is true, you know. Oh. Have you seen have you seen the season premiere of Parks and Rec? Oh yeah, yeah. we're caught up except yeah. for tonight, yeah. I love the uh that it was that was Biden, wasn't it? Oh, uh it, actually it was In the coat room? No, it oh, was, no, it was uh, John McCain. Yeah, John McCain. Oh, yeah. it was McCain, okay. That was awesome, wasn't it? Crap, because I th- I I if it was Biden, it wasn't Biden. Didn't she say that Biden was like on her like yes. top five Her celebrity sex celebrity list. sex yeah. list <laughs> no no it was it was john mccain yeah. who's a senator from arizona who was uh who ran um, yeah i know who for president. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh sorry well hey did you see um did did you see the well i forget oh. but yeah i always i thought that was funny that joe oh. biden is on her celebrity sex list or at the top of it because did you see Cal I, Penn's I tweet it. today that no. of, with him fist bumping biden no yeah that's awesome that is awesome whether you like or dislike Biden, it's still awesome that he. Uh... I just I think it's hilarious, though, that Leslie has this huge crush on Joe Biden, because I don't think that generally like I don't know. I mean, he's not like unattractive or anything. I just I never really thought about it. I don't think that conventionally he's the kind of person that people treat as like, you know, the the hot guy on Capitol Hill. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's funny, you know. No one agreed. else thinks it's funny. Okay. <laughs> it's agreed. I, I just screwed up and got distracted by this is awful. I got just I made the mistake of opening Twitter. Oh yeah. Apparently it's full of debate talk right now. Yes, it oh, is. Oh my god. I had so much fun when the presidential Space Good points out that that the Dem uh, the Republicans say Ryan's winning, the Democrats say Biden's winning. Imagine that. <laughs> Go figure. It's almost just like the the presidential debate. <clears throat> Yeah, during during that debate, I had fun. I was listening to it on NPR and then uh, tweeting and reading tweets. And oh, my God, it was just a blast. People were so funny, you know, like if geeks are good at anything, especially with politics, it's peanut gallerying. Right. Did you yeah. see that thing that uh, CGP Gray put up on YouTube about uh, what happens in the event of a tie during an election? No. Oh, it's it's great. It shows that how the process is set up. That basically, you know, if there's if there's an electoral tie where the same amount of seats are uh, mm-hmm. elected on either side, yeah, then it basically can go to about eighteen percent of the population to choose the president. <laughs> oh boy, there because are it all... goes to the house and yeah. it, it just yeah, it, yeah. it's it's one vote per state. And then it just, yeah, it kind of goes downhill from there. It's a great, it's a great thing. It's uh, on youtube.com slash CGP gray. It's the, uh, it's the, the top video there right now. I'd recommend anybody check it out. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't want to get into a serious talk about it, but the system is pretty crazy. There was a, I listened to a cool interview a couple, like a week ago, and they were talking to people who are really, really, you know, well-educated about the whole electoral 
college and everything. And they yeah. were, they were talking about some of those things, like some of the things that a lot of people don't know, like how the, the votes are actually weighted differently depending on what state you're in and, and that the, uh, the states with fewer people actually carry more weight to their vote because of the way it's set up. Yeah, just yeah. to offset your uh, your serious discussion here, Patton Oswald tweeted about 30 minutes ago. Oh, he's great. Ryan has P90X'd his way into sterile Tom Cruise unfuckability. <laughs> Biden, <laughs> Biden is a rumpled pussy hound Walter Matthau. <laughs> Hashtag debate. <laughs> there you go. I, I, should, I knew I followed <laughs> Patton Oswald for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, speaking of. <laughs> Thank you, Pat Oswalt. Get out, everybody. <laughs> that's awesome. See, wow, there you that's... go. There you go. Right about the time I was like. Uh... Wow. Well, was... apparently the you know the only thing now that we have to pay attention to for debates is who's lying more. We should have a lie meter and just just run it up like mad on everybody. Well, you know, you gotta have yeah, gotta have a couple meters. You have to have the lie meter, and you also have to have the allow me to delay and talk about something completely unrelated to the question for forty five minutes. The lie meter, meter and the lay meter. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Fuck that. We should just uh, have Patton Oswald do like a live commentary. Patton Oswald watch that. should be the moderator. Oh fuck yes. I want that third debate. Pat hey, who's, who's moderating tonight? Everybody tweet that. Who's moderating tonight? Oh, shit. I forgot. I knew. Or do I care? See, Audrey is Googling music. What? You're the one looking at the web. I'm reading Twitter. I'm not Googling. Come on. Come on, it's standard smartphone procedure. We're all staring at our phones and we're not talking. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. No, I'm staring at an iPad. (laughs) Well, that's way different. Exactly. It's funny. Twitter is chock full of like, I'm a Republican, fucking die Democrats. I'm a Democrat, fucking die Republicans. I want to be funny, so I'm trying really hard. And then Patton Oswalt, who's like... Really funny. So did you find it yet, Audra? No. Well done. <laughs> He's like, I think. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> it appears to be a woman. Martha Raditz? I don't know Should who that is. Martha Stewart. Should have been Martha Stewart. That way it could have been like, what do you think is the Democrats' best way to decorate your home for Thanksgiving? (laughs) I'm going to be glad. I'd just like to say that the Democrat way is the better way, and the Republican way would want you dressing up your house in big flashy colors, and it's just not American to do so. We need to have traditional traditional setups with centerpieces. Hey, Juan, let me just interrupt. We don't. None of us know fucking shit about decorating houses. So this is uh, it was a good try, though. I know I, I peaked last week with the with that comment I made right at the top, and I just can't get back. Exactly. You like you like nailed it. <laughs> I used up all my creativity for like a month and a half in one sentence. Yeah, but it was worth it. Your creative ability. 
That's all one word. It was worth it. It was totally worth it. Space Houser on Twitter wants to know what the academic subject that I want to talk about was. It was about defining geek using the definition that people have been using for hackers. Which oh, that is sounds kind of cool. Really cool. Hackers, like um, you posted on their Facebook account because they stayed logged in. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, OMG, I hacked your account. Lols. But it was a pretty long way to get around to it. Uh, but it would have been, I think it would have been fun. Well, I didn't know it was about geeks. That's cool. Yeah, I, you, you know, yeah, we go, were Audra. talking the other day about oh, those, yeah. that, that Marxist-based definition of, of abstraction and so on. And, and how, anyway, well, bottom line is you, you remember all that crap. Yeah. Essentially, I think if you take that and you apply it to play instead of work, I think you get the geek. Well, see, that's really interesting. But yeah. you didn't present it that way. You're like, who's in the mood for a really protracted well, and complicated academic debate? I can say that to you because we spent like an hour and a half talking about it the other day, but I would have had to like summarize that and get it out and it would have been pretty protracted. But maybe another time if people are interested. I, I like I like academic discussion with my beer and relaxing, you know? See the problem is is that when you don't does. when you don't say what it is, it could be anywhere from that to let's discuss, you know, you know, intercontinental politics and how religion affects the war in Afghanistan. Hey, y'all know what I study. And it's <laughs> not that. <laughs> it's time. Thanks, it man. Might be. This was fun. See you next week. Yeah.